Today's episode of Coffee with Karina is brought to you by Fresh Patch, the real grass delivery service for pets. Fresh Patch has been featured on Shark Tank, Oprah, and the Today Show. They've shipped their grass patches to hundreds of thousands of customers all across the United States. So bring the outdoors inside and make life easier for both you and your pet. Visit freshpatch.com and save 20% with code COFFEE. This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. Okay, so I'm here today with someone I've had the pleasure of working with as well the last couple of months, rising star and French actress and producer, Orianne Peck. How are you, Orianne? Hello. Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. So I I was going to ask you this actually right off the bat too. I just spoke to my sister this morning in London and um, how are things over there at the moment? Because I heard it's getting a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a bit, it's, it's a bit weird to be honest. And a lot of people are not really, I mean, the rules that we have in London are very different from the rules back home for me in France. Uh-huh. So I've been trying to implement my own rules from France and wearing the mask all the time when I'm outside, et cetera. But here in London, it's not the case and it's not mandatory yet. So wow. yeah. And then pubs are closing at 10 PM. So I heard that. Outside. Yeah, yeah. I heard people are very disappointed about that. <laughs> Actually, my family oh my included. God. like, like yeah. Yeah. So funny. So English too. Gotta go it to is like at 10 p.m. <laughs> literally everyone outside and you see some really, really odd stuff going on. Really? <laughs> people. Yeah. People are drunk a lot quicker uh, I think now. Oh, yeah. So that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So they're trying to drink faster. So they A hundred percent. So funny. All right. So, all right. Um, so you grew up all over the world. Um, what was that like moving around? It was. Yeah, it was amazing. So every four years with my parents, we would uh, move countries um, and sometimes continents as well, which was just absolutely fantastic. I know, for instance, I've got a brother and a sister and my brother didn't like it as much, but my sister Mm -hmm. and I loved every minute of it. It was just, uh, it was so interesting and meeting different, you know, coming across very different cultures um, and going into very small schools as well. For some reason, obviously made it harder to, to have like, you know, long-term friendships right? And, exactly, and things like that. But at the same time, it was just so like, so valuable and so interesting. And yeah, I loved every minute of it. Yeah, it's, I think I agree. I think it's really eye-opening. I actually had similar experiences, not different continents so much. I mean, I moved, I guess, you know, in Europe and in the US, but I think, you know, just as an actress or a writer or whatever, it gives you almost like this advantage, wouldn't you say? Because you have such yeah. a greater understanding of people and like, why they do the things totally. they do. Yeah, no, I think, 100%. I think it's good too. It was, it was a positive thing for me. Um, did So you didn't start acting for a while, right? You, you were working at an ad agency in London? Yes. So even when, I mean, I did, I started acting when I was six years old, but it was, mm-hmm. you know, because we were moving countries so much, it wasn't like a, a typical acting training, I guess. Um, And I kind of forgot, I knew I wanted to act, but then at some point I kind of forgot about it, I guess. And when I moved to London, I started in an ad agency and did a 
well, I was going to say nine to five job, but not really because I did a lot of overtime, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nine to like midnight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Um, and I just missed it all over again. Um, so I knew I had to go back into it and find a way to just, instead of, you know, preparing for shoots and helping my clients with commercials, then I just wanted to be in front of the camera and yeah, yeah and started screen acting again and, and loved every minute of it. That's fascinating. So you were on the other side and you, you kind of were like, I want to do what they're doing, the fun stuff. <laughs> yes, I yeah. was so jealous of them. Really? So you know, <laughs> yeah. this is so funny because I, um, I remember, because I did a ton of commercials and stuff. I did it for so long. And um, <laughs> I remember being on a big commercial set. I think, I think it was the main talent on it and it was for like Altoids or something. I don't know, one of the main Ooh. companies, but yeah. But I remember watching the ad agency, you know, like the big wigs, we call them would come in, you know, the branding people and stuff. And I was just like, wow, this, I would listen to them. And I'm like, I want to be doing what they're doing. Like the business side of it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and I don't think this happens well, that often. But, but, yeah. It doesn't usually happen the no, other way around. For me, yeah. it was the other way. I mean, I thought this like producing stuff was just like magical, you know, I was like, I want to be doing that. So it's, it's I mean, so, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, producing I think is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But I was more on the account handling side of things, so I was yeah. literally the middleman between my clients and the creatives and the producers. So the producers were doing all yeah. of the fun things that I loved with casting and with yes, the creative uh, stuff. making it work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same for the creatives. Whereas I was in the middle getting shouted at by the clients because we were too expensive, for instance. And yeah. then at the same time, the creatives were saying that we weren't pushing their ideas enough to the client, etc. So it was like, it was a bit weird. It's not that it's stressful. You know, the, the, That's a stressful yeah. spot to be in. Yeah. Because it's like you, you, a lot of times they, exp- they think that you're in control of it all, but you're not, you know, there's, there's like, you're, you're like the middleman. So yeah. No, that's 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you've obviously had a lot of success. So, you know, we're glad that you switched over to acting. Um, <laughs> you've gotten a lot of awards for acting, uh, best actress in the last one that you did, right? The last, yes. So uh, on, uh, on Call It Today, so on my last mm-hmm. uh, project, which was a web series, I, I got a best actress uh, nomination mm-hmm. um, and then won the Grand Jury Actors Award at that international festival. So that was, yeah, that was massive. Amazing. It's weird though, because I remember not actually seeing it. Um, I saw that we had one best web series oh. and then the director said, hang on, did you, did you not see? And I was like, <laughs> you're like, what? And he was like, well, you won. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we what? won. Like, no, you won. Wow. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was so thrilling. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you were just interviewed by Elliot Grove from Rain Dance a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Another... Yeah, that was great. That was yeah, really, really very fun. cool. So, so before all this, you started your company, Candid Broads. What's the goal or what was your goal, you know, starting it and, you know, who are you trying to speak to and, and all of that? So I think when I, when I first started thinking about a production company, it was mainly because I wanted to, to tell my own stories. And, um, and that came also from an actor's perspective, I think, because I couldn't find the roles that I really wanted to, to mm-hmm. portray or to be mm-hmm. uh, put up for I guess and to kind of like uh, jump on those unheard stories and um, in the end so I co-created the company with uh, Rachel Merriam who worked on the web series with me and we really just wanted to tell unheard female-led stories and 
um, whether that would be for short films, that would be for feature films later on, or music videos, anything like that, but just to bring to the screen something that was a bit different from what we were seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the goal. So now I'm the, I'm the sole uh, person managing the company now because Rachel wants to focus more on the screenwriting side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's still very much the goal in we've got two well I've got two projects under that company already and I can't wait for the for future ones to come through as well yeah and it's an exciting um you know space to be in right now with you know the the women it's very similar to Tallulah to Films which is what I yeah. think really resonated with me when you uh first reached out to me and I was like yeah this is so cool <laughs> we're on like a similar wave like even though you're in London <laughs> you know and I'm in the U.S. but it's very similar and it's it's a good place to be right now I think yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's very inspiring as well to tell, yeah, really different stories. And now we're in an era as well where, where, you know, even for acting, we see a lot of more, well, a lot more female-led characters mm-hmm. brought to the screen, and they're so entertaining and so amazing. And then they're not that, you know, perfect women that we used to see on screen. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more interesting to see the flaws and to, to see like, yeah, you know, women swear on screen is, is so good. Exactly. Yeah. It is real life. And that, that's so, so invigorating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's exactly. great. Um, so I guess that leads us into talking about I Am, which is what we've been doing um, for, for a little while now. Uh, so I guess I've been looking for something like this, which was, it was just kind of ironic how you reached out to me, but, you know, in the mental health space and uh, this really was like, wow, this is different. I haven't heard anything about this, you know? Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Obviously I know, but, but the listeners don't know. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about the project. Um, so I Am is a, so at the moment, a short film, which is about a young woman that is suffering from schizophrenia and tries to hide her mental condition from her boyfriend. Um, and they've just recently moved in together. So it's, it's, a, big, uh, it's a big thing for her to, to try and, and keep it a secret. Um, and the reason why I wanted to bring this story to life, I mean, it's been in my head for a few years now. Really? Yeah. But I've got some, some family members that have been diagnosed with schizophrenia and I could see the whole, like their whole world being completely different and people, you know, not really being a part of their lives anymore. And I'm also like really struggling to keep contact because they're in a different, really not reality because that wouldn't be the uh-huh. right term for this, but like they're more, they, they don't feel comfortable being around people as much. I know. know. It's so sad. And I think people don't like, obviously I I don't know that much about schizophrenia and nobody really talks about it. So I I mean, that was really the reason that I was like, oh, we got to do this. You know, this is going to be great. That's the thing. Like usually when I was doing my research as well, before embarking on it, it was, it was weird because everything that we could see on, on schizophrenia on screen was literally someone being portrayed as a serial killer or someone mm-hmm. being completely crazy and dangerous. Right. And that's the complete opposite. And mm-hmm. having talked to so many mental health activists now that have been supporting the project as well, they've, they've, yeah, they've showed us how, how different it is and how they're actually the victims in, in, in that situation more than anything else. And it's just, it's opened my eyes a lot. Obviously, I, I didn't, I never believed that schizophrenia was synonym to, synonymous to being a serial killer, but right. I saw how how that perception of it in the media affected their day to day lives, and wow. that's something I had no idea of really mm-hmm. um, until it's I started to, to work on I am. Yeah, it's hard to put yourself, I guess, in those you know, in, in the shoes of somebody that has to deal with that all the time. 
you know, I guess with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And well, that's why we want to involve them from start to finish. So they've reviewed the scripts. Um, they're also, because I'm also playing the lead in that, um, in that film. And they're mm-hmm. also helping me get ready for the role. Um, ah, so that's interesting. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a collaborative process and it's, it's so good. And I'm, I'm learning so much through it. So yeah, I could wow. not thank them enough. <laughs> so what, what have you learned that maybe you didn't know? Obviously you have family members, so you know a little bit about it, but as far as them kind of helping you with, tips for, you know, how to play the character. What, what kind of stands out to you about that? I think it's, so there's one mistake I think that actors um, do quite frequently is to go down the easy road. And mm-hmm. if, you know, they see that a character is being very angry, they will play it super angry or super crazy or whatever. This mm-hmm. is the complete opposite to what I want to uh-huh. do with this. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a moment in the script without spoiling it, but there's a moment in the script where there's a confrontation between her and her boyfriend. And she is getting worked up and she's, she's sad and angry and she's feeling all of those emotions at the same time. And what I want to do is avoid being just one thing and being angry. Right. I just want to show that she's lost and she's, she's in a different reality. And at the wow. same time, she's brought back into the real reality, if that makes sense. And, yeah. you know, play on those nuances as much as I can. And that's why I need the help of all of those people that live with schizophrenia to fully understand what it is to, to, you know, to have different realities at the same time and trying to. Right. It's like a multifaceted character. I can't imagine Literally. playing this character. I can't imagine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's interesting and sometimes hard enough breaking down a character. But yeah. yeah. Wow. It's Hi. amazing. I've been working with my acting coach on it as well. And really? it's just, it's so, yeah, it's so inspiring. And it's so interesting the way that he helped me understand the, the goal, the life goal of the character and what, what she wanted out of life and out of her relationship. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it just opened my eyes a lot um, on how to play that character, I think. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to finally start shooting and bring her to life. Yeah, yeah well, I'm excited to be an EP on this. And um, I hope we can really, you know, shed some light on it and let people, yeah. you know, really see more than they, they have in the past. But so for everyone listening, could you, could you kind of fill us in on um, where they can go to support or get involved or what's the best way to help at this point? Yeah, totally. So we've got a um, crowdfunding campaign um, that is still on and it's under, uh, I don't know if you'll have the link afterwards, but it's under greenlit.fund uh, uh, slash project slash I am. And I am with a um, hyphen in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so people can get involved either by contributing to the campaign, we've got lots of rewards on it, or if they want to just uh, follow the page on, on social media. So we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram under I am underscore the movie. Um, and there's lots of initiatives. We're doing lots of Insta lives as well and bringing the, the community as well, asking them to, mm-hmm. to participate in, in some um, social initiatives. We're about to announce a new one very soon as well um, to really bring the community together and for people to learn from each other um, and learn about schizophrenia, but also mental health in general, which I think under the pandemic as well at the moment has just grown so much. And it's so important to just break the stigma around mental health, I think. Yeah, and I think just going on to the Instagram page is such you know, a great place to, to find this information. Like you said, you brought together these artists and you brought together, yeah. you know, different uh, people that are talking about it and it's just really cool. So yeah, 
All right. Well, um, I, yeah, I'm glad that we met. I'm glad you reached out to me and I'm glad Same. that you know that we're working on this. And uh, I have a feeling we'll be doing some other projects together coming up. So, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care, Ariane. Yeah, take care. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Karina Michelle and you've been listening to Coffee with Karina. We are having a great time just talking and having some coffee and I hope you're having fun too. So if you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and we hope to see you back here next time.